0: Thanks for joining the Eventive Entrepreneurs podcast. I'm your host and event mentor, Sarah Brush, event professional for over two decades. My goal for this podcast is to share how events and sponsorships can help you build community, make an impact and grow your business and have lots of fun while doing it. By the way, don't forget to check the episode notes for valuable event resources exclusively for you. I appreciate you spending this time with me. Let's get this party started. Hey, hey, welcome to the Event of Entrepreneurs podcast. And I don't know why I just said hey, hey, but I guess it'll work for today. I hope you are having a great day. And thanks so much for being here to talk about events and sponsorships. I am just loving the cooler weather in Arizona. It's finally, well, it's Still pretty hot, but it's starting to get cooler, and I'm ready to pull out like my hats and boots um, in that 70 degree (laughs) weather. So, hope everyone's doing well. And today, I wanted to talk about budgeting for your event and just some of the questions to think about just to make sure that you keep on track and that you're keeping an eye on your budget. Because, of course, that is a big concern for entrepreneurs and small businesses when they're hosting events. And I've talked to a lot of people lately that are really concerned about their budget and hosting an event. And and that is one of the biggest concerns as well as attendance and filling that room. So let's get right into it. I'm going to talk about a couple of core things to think about and then get into some questions that you can ask yourself. So number one, you really want to align your budget with your business goals. So you want to ensure that your event budget aligns with your overall business goals and strategies. You want your event to be an extension of the goals and initiatives that you're doing in your business already. And your budget really should support these goals. So are you launching a product or service? Are you building community and launching a membership? Are you wanting to be known as a thought leader in your industry? You just want to keep an eye on, you know, what you're doing in your business, what the goals of your event And then how are you using your budget? Are you using those line items in your budget to really follow your goals and the outcome you want for your event? Consider the long-term implications of your event. So how does it fit into your business plans and marketing strategy over time? You want to plan your budget with a clear vision of how this event fits into the bigger picture. Are you going to be one and done with this event? Are you just kicking off a launch of a product and you plan to do an event one time? Or do you have a plan to do multiple multiple events down the road, just kind of look at the full picture to make sure that you're really budgeting accordingly and really focused on the right things with the event. Number three, ROI consideration. So your return on investment as an entrepreneur and small business, the return on investment of your event is just so important. It's so different than, you know, when people are planning corporate events, because there's a lot of risk involved of money and just, you know, personal like investment in feelings. It's just so real because it's, it's your business. So you want to analyze how the event expenses are going to contribute to your business growth. Are you okay with this event being a marketing expense? Let's say it's your first event, Or do you need to make a certain amount of money to really make it worth it to you and to feel like it was successful? So you want to start thinking about those things. Events are an incredible way to connect with your community. I love live events, and I've seen them just be so successful in really making an impact within your community. But they are also expensive and risky, as we talked about. So you want to set yourself up for success, and that really starts with your budget. So think about these questions in regards to your budget. And some of these are very obvious, but maybe they'll trigger some ideas, um, you know, in your mind that you haven't thought about. So let's start with these questions. Number one, what are the key financial priorities for this event? Do you want to identify the most critical elements of the event that require the most significant budget allocation? Usually this is the cost for your venue, the food and beverage, and audiovisual. Those are typically, you know, items that you will have the highest expense in and are critical for the event. Number two, are there any fixed or non-negotiable expenses? You want to determine if there are costs that cannot be reduced. And a lot of these costs are the same as I talked about. So your venue rental fees, no matter how many people you have come, whatever your contract is for your venue, you're going to pay that same amount. Food and beverage can move up and down depending on how many people attend. But if you have a food and beverage minimum of $5,000, whether you have 50 people or 100 people, you are still going to have to pay that $5,000. So you just want to keep an eye on those expenses that you can't change. Number three, have you created a detailed and itemized budget? You really want to break down the budget into categories and list all of the expenses and then the expected income sources that can help offset those expenses. Of course, just like within your business, this will help you maintain a clear overview of everything that you have financially planned for this event. And really in those budget categories, you can look at those items. Are those fixed expenses or are are they variable? Are they going to change with the number of attendees that come? Number four, what is your contingency fund? So you really wanna set aside some budget for unexpected expenses or emergencies that pop up because let me tell you, they always pop up with events. Whether it's a small cost like printing things on site or an extra sign you have to print or could be definitely a lot larger. So typically if you can set aside 10 to 15% of your overall budget, that is good for a contingency. Number five, how will you prioritize your spending? So determine how much to allocate to the various aspects of the event. And you'll really be able to do this once you start getting quotes from your vendors and really understanding the cost involved. This is all about balancing between what's mandatory and what's nice to have. What do you really need to do at your event? what's gonna impact attendee experience versus what's something that you just think is cool to have, but if you don't have it, it's nobody's really gonna miss it. Number six, are you scaling according to budget? You really wanna be realistic about what you can achieve within your budget. If your budget is limited, consider starting with a smaller scale event and gradually scaling up as your business grows. If you want to host this really impactful large event and you just don't have the budget to do it and it's really a stretch and you're not being able to invest where you need to invest to create that great experience for your attendees, it's it's not going to be a win-win for anybody. So really look at what's realistic before you start, you know, planning your event. You know, do you need to do just a smaller event that is maybe like a one day with 25 people versus having this two-day 250 person event that's on your heart, you know, you may need to smart smaller depending on your budget and your community. Number 7, are there cost saving opportunities? You want to explore options for reducing costs such as negotiating with vendors, but I always say this, you need to negotiate in a very positive friendly way with vendors because they are your partners and they have a business. You want them to feel good about the partnership just like you do. So when you negotiate, make sure that everybody feels good at the end of the day with what was negotiated because that's going to have them more excited to partner with you and give their best to your event. Can you Lower your spend on F&B. Do you really need to do a snack break twice a day? Do you need to have coffee all day? You want to think about those things because those are some areas that can really add up. But as I mentioned earlier, keep in mind your F&B minimum because you're going to have to pay that no matter what. And then think about you what you are doing that really does not impact attendee experience like we talked about. Do you really need it? think about that. You don't want to have all these extra things added in that are impacting your budget. All the little things can add up and maybe they aren't even important. Number eight, how will you track and manage your expenses? Of course, we all do this within our business, but sometimes with events, it can get a little bit out of control and a little bit harder to manage if you don't keep a really good eye on it. So just make sure that you are continually updating your budget, keeping an eye on where costs might be sneaking up. And I feel like sometimes it can be like a wedding where you're like, oh, what's another $5,000? I'll just add that in. And then all of a sudden your budget is completely out of control. So just make sure you're really keeping an eye on it and, you know, investing in the things that are really important to you and your attendees. Number nine, what is your revenue plan? So identify potential income sources such as sponsorships. Are you going to sell merchandise at the event? Biggest revenue maker is, are you selling your products or services? You know, what's your offer for the event? What is that call to action? Could you add VIP tickets to make extra money? Of course, ticket sales are also revenue, but a lot of times the cost for the ticket is really kind of offsetting the costs and the expenses to have somebody there. So usually ticket sales isn't a huge revenue maker, compared to sponsorships and whatever offer you're offering at the event. Number 10, are you accounting for hidden costs? This is huge. And I've seen this in many events where this really comes in bust the budget. So consider these less obvious expenses such as taxes, service charges or gratuities, credit card fees from ticket sales. I mean, with hotels, the food and beverage gratuity and taxes can be like 26% or more. So that's huge if you have like a larger F&B cost. So you have to just keep an eye and make sure you're looking at the full cost of everything. And and the same with if you're paying for hotel rooms for your speakers, what's the resort fee? What's the taxes? Just make sure you're taking into, into account all of that. Number 11, what is the payment schedule for your vendors and contractors? So you want to ensure that you have a clear understanding of when all of their payments and deposits are due so you can budget accordingly. And you want to also make sure you're paying your vendors on time. It's so important for that great relationship. And I've seen it so much with events where a lot of times payments are late and it really impacts the vendor relationship because they have costs that they're dealing with as well. And um, of course, this is the same within your business in general and how you take care of the people that you work with and your vendors. But you just want to keep an eye on that and just keep a really, really good vendor relationship. Number 12, how will you handle unexpected expenses? You really want to have a plan in place for dealing with these costs so it doesn't jeopardize the overall event quality. And as I mentioned, if you have a contingency fund of that 10 to 15% or however much you can do, that's really helpful because if something pops up, then you know that you can cover it. Also, are there areas that you can indicate in your budget that, you know, if something comes up that you have to pay for that is important for the event, where can you decrease other costs that are maybe not as important. Number 13, can you DIY? You know, do you have someone that can do graphic design, website development, social media, so you don't have to outsource those items? Number 14, we talked about this a little before, but just keeping an eye on those variable costs you know, such as the food and beverage or any of the costs that involve like having an attendee there. Because based on the number of attendees, that number is going to shift a lot. And you really want to be able to manage those variable costs. Because if attendance is way different than you planned, that can really hurt your budget. So make sure you're budgeting on a realistic number of attendees. Maybe you have a goal for a lot more attendees than what's within your budget. Kind of have the different variations of your budget knowing like if I have 50 people, this is what my budget looks like. If I have 75. This is what it looks like. That will really help you when, you know, you're looking at your attendee numbers and who's signing up to kind of feel comfortable where your numbers are at in all those different areas. Number 15, are you analyzing the cost versus the benefit? So for each budget item, you can assess the potential return on investment. So really prioritizing spending on elements that are likely to have more significant impact on the event success and your business goals. Do those $15,000 fireworks or high-end centerpieces really help your goals? Are those really important to the attendees? Probably not. I mean, it's really fun to have like a wow moment. You know, I don't know if many of us are actually doing fireworks, but you kind of get what I'm saying, you know, or those centerpieces. Like it's wonderful to have a beautiful room, but what's more important is who are your speakers? You know, what is your content? You know, how are the attendees feeling being there? So just making sure that you're really focusing on, you know, where you're spending your money and what is the real benefit of that? I am gonna wrap it up with those 15 questions. If you have any questions for me, feel free to reach out to me at of Brush. Happy to help and answer any of your budgeting questions. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening. I know your time is valuable and I appreciate it that you spent it with me. If you are enjoying this podcast, I would love, love if you can rate it five stars and write a review. This helps us get the podcast out to more people. And if you want to connect, I am on Instagram at event brush, and I would love to hear from you. Thanks and have a great day.